Everybody head for the hills. The demon boredom is coming this way. Run! Run! Oh my god! Hey everybody, what's all the commotion? The demon known as boredom is coming this way, pillaging the land. Run, young one, run! I'm not scared. I've got the power of Canned Air Podcast on my side. At CannedAirPodcast.com, you can get the scoop on new episodes, watch movie trailers, and go to the Canned Air Video Game Store, Comic Book Store, and Movie Store. You're crazy, kid. I'm out of here. <laughs> you all suffer the wrath of my boredom. Let me just pull up CannedAirPodcast.com on my mobile device and eat this boredom. <laughs> He saved us! The boy saved us! Yay! Yay! Thanks to you, we'll never be bored again! Don't thank me, thank CannedAirPodcast.com You're listening to the Canned Air Podcast. Your refusal to listen will be one more reason for me to fire up my death ray and take over the world. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Candare, a tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And our very special guest today is an actor and stuntman. And he's done some work on films like uh, Spider-Man 1 and 2, Transformers, Ouija, and Superfast, just to name a few. He's probably best known, though, for his portrayal of Babu on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And nowadays, he's got this amazing turtle van. Awesome. And it's not even, it's not a knockoff. It's the, <laughs> it's the turtle van from the old cartoons. It's authentic stickers and everything yeah. on it, man. It looks amazing. You can check him out on Instagram at TMNT Van, and you can check out his website, TMNTVan.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Jason Yabara. Thanks for being with us, Jason. Well, hello. Thank you, guys, and hello, everybody. <laughs> I was looking at your uh, Instagram, and maybe you're still there, but it looks like just yesterday you were in New Orleans. Uh, yeah, it was very hot over there, and uh, I can tell you, being my first time there, Bourbon Street, uh was just like Hollywood Boulevard, and it smelled like a sewer. Not, no turtle pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a nice place to visit. Uh, yeah, if it's cold enough, and you don't get like. <laughs> oh, you know what? The other exciting thing about that place is that there's no taxis around. Really? They don't allow Uber. Uber's very scarce out there. And yesterday, you know, we, I had an event at a at a at a minor league baseball team with the Zephyrs, and uh, we got out about five o'clock. We had to be at the airport by 7. We called a taxi to go take us to eat. The taxi took an hour and 20 minutes to not even show up. The promoter came back from the stadium. He's like, hey, you guys are still here? Let me take you to the airport. I'm like, yeah, we're still here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, man, really appreciate you taking time to do this with us. And we're going to touch on that turtle van uh, a little bit later. I can't wait to talk about that. I'm a huge Ninja Turtle fan, as our listeners know, and I know Jack knows. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So this is a double whammy. We're getting someone else for the uh, 20-year anniversary of the Power Ranger movie and a turtle turtle person so yeah win-win uh, but before we start i one thing i do want to ask you i try to ask most of our guests jason do you enjoy comic books or have you ever enjoyed comic books uh, a lot of people are probably going to think that i'm uh no good but i i was never really into comic books not that i don't like them certain comic books like when i've been into, into shops visiting with, with people that do like them you know things catch my eye but i i was never an avid comic book reader that doesn't mean i'm not a nerd because <laughs> Obviously, I spent $40,000 building this 
turtle van. So <laughs> I know that there, there, there are people that collect toys. There are people that collect comic books. And oh, yeah. I just spent 40 grand on a car oh, that yeah. I made. That I, had, that I had made for me, you know. Yeah, you don't you don't have to buy comic books to be given the the label nerd. You have earned yours, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I you. Just thought I would ask. <laughs> so how did you? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to ask how you first uh, got into acting and doing stunt work. By accident. Never wanted to be an actor. I actually wanted to be a, a radio disc jockey, but as you can tell by the way I'm talking on this interview, I have a lisp. I don't have a very good voice, but I'm, I'm not that pretty, so that'd be great for radio, right? So, <laughs> I, I worked at K-Rock in, in L.A. for a little bit when I was in high school. Um, the poor man got me my start. That guy's still around. Nobody wants to give him a job, which kind of sucks because he was, like, one of the pioneers of L.A. radio, I think, back in the early 80s. And uh, really? I wanted to do radio, and that's what I did in high school. And then when they got rid of poor man, I got rid of too because I wasn't supposed to be there. And so, uh, I graduated from high school in June of, in May of 94. And, uh, I became a movie extra because I, I thought they made a lot of money and I'm sure there's a lot of movie extras out there listening right now that thought the same thing. And they moved to LA and they made nothing. <laughs> so, uh, the first show they actually sent me to was uh, power Rangers and VR troopers. And I worked on those two shows for like two weeks. Oh, wow. And that was actually the the two weeks of transition between the the first set of Rangers and the, and the second set of Rangers. So like Steve Cardenas and Johnny Bosch and and uh, Karen Ashley, they came in at the same time I did. Okay, the Adam, Aisha, and Rocky characters. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, at one point, somebody came in the room and they're like, "We need somebody to be a Ranger." And like everybody raised their hands because, hey, who didn't want to be a Ranger, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Everybody was muscular. Like, the guys were muscular. You know, it was for the Red Ranger. So the guys were muscular. The girls had boobs. So they couldn't be a Red Ranger, right? Right. And Because uh, all the Rangers were, like, these skinny little Japanese dudes. And so at the time, I was scrawny. I was, like, a little scrawny little tree. And so everybody tried out for it. They couldn't fit in the suit. And they're like, all right, well, you do it. And all I had to do was stand there and hold something. It was a non-union show, so anybody could have done it. They could have put a monkey in there. <laughs> well, thank I, God I, for you, they didn't. I look like a monkey, but I, but anyway, so um, I did that for that one time. It was like I was probably in the suit for like 20 minutes, and then uh, the next day I was there again, and they're like, hey, uh, your face looks like Babu, and you're skinny enough to be in the suit. And then they sh- they were showing me pictures of the toy and the, and the pictures. I'm like, but the Babu face in the Japanese show has a like a – he kind of has, like, a, a fake mouth covering his lower half of his face. Oh, yeah, okay. I go, how, how do you figure I look like him? Well, nobody knows, so you can be Babu. <laughs> <laughs> so I fit in the suit, and then I became Babu. I became Babu for, like, the, the second half of the, of the second season, and, uh, and then they just rotated me out of different monsters and characters because at the time I wasn't considered a stuntman. I was considered an extra, and a lot of people don't know that, and a lot of people forget to, uh, to bring that up. I didn't start out as a stuntman. I was an extra, and I was there for a while. And then, uh, you know, as, as I was there for 10 years, so as, as things happened, you know, they brought me in to do little things here and there, and I, I learned as I was on the show. I, I didn't know martial arts, and, uh, you know, that's how that started. And then the last year that the show was here, uh, it went in union, and uh, a position opened up called craft service. And I knew what that was. In case anybody out there don't know, doesn't know what craft service is, uh, there's a caterer on set that serves the meals on the day. The craft service person is the one that does, like, all the snacks and, and basically cre- cleans up the trash, you know, like, okay. like a, jan- uh-huh. a janitor like, that also works at 7-Eleven, you know. But um, <laughs> uh, that, 
like last year that the show was here, the show went union, and they were going to pay the union guy like $10 an hour to be the craft service person, so they couldn't get a real union person because those guys make like $30 an hour. Right. Yeah. And so they, they hired in-house, and, uh, you know, I, I everybody knew the show was leaving. The show was going to New Zealand. People were going to have to find a job afterwards. You know, I, I knew that I wasn't always going to be Mr. Popular stunt guy character dude, and so I took that job. I became the craft service guy the last season, and— uh, you know, and if, if I hadn't have done that, I probably would be would be, would be working uh, a nine to five job, which isn't bad because if you work in the movies, you you know that you're not working all the time, and a nine to five job sounds pretty good most of the time. <laughs> right, stability. So, yeah, but uh, so I did that till the show left, and then uh, I got other cool things like Spider Man. Every everything that I've I've ever done in the movie industry has been by luck. It hasn't been because I know everything and because I know so and so. It's like a lot of it. If it involved a suit, like wearing a suit, it was because I fit into it. Because a lot of the a lot of the stunt guys were like muscular, you know. They're they're built to last, and I'm I'm built to be like, you know, I don't know what, but. <laughs> <laughs> well oh, said. And, uh, but yeah, that's how I got started, and, and uh, now I'm here. One thing I did want to ask you really quick, you, you know, I know you can't believe everything you see on the internet, but on your Wikipedia page, it said the way you got the part as Babu is you you came out of your dressing room wearing the outfit before you actually had the part and one of the producers asked you what are you doing in that outfit and based on your response you were offered the part is this at all true or do you remember what you said if it is true that that did happen uh it came up a couple times and the producer's upstairs and everything's happening downstairs at a, at a moment's notice sometimes and uh so I, I, I did come out of the bathroom. I, I left that, that part out. And, and so I came out, and, he, and he's all, you know, because they're very protective of that show. You can't even go. They, the Rangers couldn't even go outside with, with those things on, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, they did, but they, they had to be, like, right there. So nobody, because in the beginning of the show, like, when I was there, uh, we filmed where they filmed NCIS, the original one, in Valencia now. Mm-hmm. And at the time, there was no wall around the studio. So at that time, the, the show was getting a little bit more popular. That people were starting to find out where, they, where we were filming. Oh, and so every once in a while, they would drive by. It wasn't like big Hollywood like paparazzi, but you know, they were just afraid that you know once in a while somebody might drive by and snap a, a picture. You know. Sure. But eventually, they built the wall there, so there was no problem after that. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, that, that did happen. I walked out of the bathroom and, and uh, obviously he's like wondering because I wasn't the usual guy in the suit. And he's like, what, what are you doing in that costume? And then I told him, you know, so-and-so wanted me to be a ranger. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't as easy. It wasn't just like that. I mean, there, there was a lot of like stuff I had to interview for and, and stuff like that afterwards. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't just, okay, you're the new guy. No, I mean, there was a lot of new guys. A lot, a lot of people came and go, went through that show. You know, I, I wasn't, I, I've never claimed to be the guy, the ranger, you know, there was a ranger that was pretty much the Red Ranger all the time. He's a martial arts guy from Japan, you know? Wow. I was just there for certain scenes that didn't involve a lot of work. Right. You know? Like holding uh, holding Billy's mechanism to stop the weather, you know? Stuff like that, you know? Holy cow, I remember that <laughs> episode. Here, yeah. <laughs> that just came out the top of my head. That's funny. That you remember wow, that. <laughs> I remember that episode. That's funny. Okay, so how long then did you uh, do stunt work as a ranger, and how long were you uh, portraying Babu? Uh, Babu lasted until uh, uh, at the end of the Mighty Morphin season, I believe. I forget how long ago that was. That was like 20-some years ago. But um, Yeah, it's been a minute ago. Actually, no, Babu. Yeah, Babu wasn't in—I don't think Babu was in, was in Zeo. I think it was just 
Rita and Zed traveling around in an RV, right? I don't, I don't think. Uh, I, at the start of Zio, I, I just watched a few the other day trying to brush up for this. <laughs> the command center got destroyed, and uh, I don't remember the villain's name. Some big robotic king like takes over. Mondo. I'm sorry, what was his name? King Mondo. King Mondo, that's who it was, yeah. And he takes over uh, Zed and Rita's mm. palace. But, uh, yeah, it does show, like, Squat, Finster, and Babu, and uh, Rita and Zed all kind of, like, running, looking for a new place to live. After after Babu's, because Babu really didn't have an exit. Babu just disappeared. And so, you know, I just did other other things that, that were needed of me, you know, various monsters and stuff like that, and... I was just like a an all-around used guy. I have a home. I didn't have one suit that I, I was in all the time. It was just, some guy's not here, you go in it. You know, and that, that, that goes back to what I said before. It's like a lot of people think that I was the guy the whole time, and that's not the case. And right. I bring that out now because I don't want nothing coming out later, you know? <laughs> right, right. But, hey, you know what? You were the guy some of the time, and that still yeah. counts for a hell of a lot. <laughs> yeah, Jason, he'll do it. <laughs> well, I, will tell you, I will tell you a story that happened. Uh, the first Power Morphicon that happened out here that, that Scott Zillner does in Pasadena, He one of his friends told me to, to bring me on as a guest, right, as Babu. And so he made an announcement about it that I was coming, and then there were even people from the show that were that were discrediting me. From the show, I won't say who, but they were trying to discredit me, saying, "Well, you weren't in it all the time," and blah blah blah. And like they were like, this whole internet, um, which reminds me of something that's actually happening right now that I'm not going to get into. But they were actually discrediting me on like Power Ranger fan sites and stuff. Like, why are you having him as a guest? He wasn't really that guy. It got it got to me so much that I, I eventually told told Scott, I go, you know what? Um, I don't think it's a good idea that I go to this thing. He's like, are they telling the truth? I'm like. Well, no. He's like, do you have any proof that you were this? I mean, that, that you were this guy. And 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 the truth is, I had a girlfriend a long time ago. I had VHS tapes. I had I had every single picture of every angle of me in these suits because I thought it was cool at the time, right? right Not because, yeah. I wanted, because I wanted proof at the time. It was because I thought it was cool. I was a kid's toy. Right. And I, was, <laughs> I, was a toy. I was several. Right. Right. And I thought, it, and at the time, I, I I went out and I bought all the toys that I was, and I, I put the picture next to all of them. But at one point in time, I had a scrapbook. I moved my scrapbook and all these VHS tapes of every single episode on the show that was time-coded. Where are you going to find a time-coded uh, episode, right? <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I moved it to my girlfriend's house, and eventually we broke up, and the parents set everything on fire. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but damn. How many photos I have now of Power Rangers? Probably uh, about 40 photos that don't even acknowledge or show me doing anything in it. But it shows that I was there because it's a picture of, of behind the scenes, right? Right. And I only have one photo of me and Babu, and that's the photo you've probably seen of, of me and, and uh, Carla, who, who was the uh, American Rita, together. Yes, and you, you were, like, uh, taking your headpiece off. Yeah. Now, at that, I remember that day clearly. We were in Castellic. Like, the day that I took that photo, that was the the episode that we were filming when uh, Rita got a hold of Saba. Okay. I made sure, because we were out in the park. We weren't just at the studio. We were at the park, and Babu never came out. Babu was at the park for, like, two days. <laughs> and so I made sure I took, I, I took pictures of me, full body length, everything, in every position possible. Right. And all the pictures are lost. They're, they're burned somewhere in ash, you know? And oh. the same thing with my ranger photos. It's like, 
I can never prove that I was, though I, I hardly ever say that, hey, you know, you know, people know, you know, and, and but I really don't go into it because I, it's very easy for somebody to come up and try and discredit me because there's, there's no proof. Wow. wow. When I talked to somebody on the show that was with me, like Steve Cardenas and, and, and all them, you know, I wasn't really close to a lot of the Rangers when we were filming because it was always first unit and second unit. Right. I mean, yeah, David, you know, they all know that I was there. Jason Frank, you know, I, I was I was kind of friends with him because we used to joke around, but it wasn't like we were buddy-buddy with everybody, you know? Sure. But, like, when we go to conventions now, we're, you know, they know who I am. They know that I was there, but it's just... And I know it's their word that, yeah, he was there. If you were to ask them, was, was Jason there? Yeah, they're going to say yes. Uh, somebody posted a picture a couple months ago, um, you know, because now all the Power Rangers, we have, you know, we have Instagram and Facebook and stuff, right? Right. Somebody found a, a team-up photo of Time Force and Lightspeed Rescue in the clock tower of Time Force. Somebody found a photo and posted it of the other Rangers, but if you look at it, because I looked at it too, I'm right smack in the middle of both teams. Are you really? <laughs> now I have two pictures that point that put me at that, and that franchise. You know, I, I have two pictures now that hey, I actually worked there. <laughs> you know, it, it's crazy to me that uh, you know you have to go to these lengths. You'd think Saban would uh, credit you as at least Babu. You know, I mean, well, back, back in the time, I mean, even now, like. I say I work on movies, and people are like, I didn't see your name in the credit. I go, there's a there's a fine line between credit with anything. It's not just stuntman. It's, it's any kind of position. Right. Um, you know, I've, I've worked on so many movies as a craft service person, I didn't get credit. Sure. Um, a lot of people don't get credit. That's just the way it is. And so the person that doesn't know that just sits there trolling you from the basement of their house— well, I saw the movie. Your name wasn't in there. I'm like, all right, well, I don't know what you want me to do. I'm not going to fight you over it. You know? <laughs> right. Well, yeah, like it, you would uh, go to that length to show up at a con, you know, if you weren't really the person. Yeah. Why, what, why even bother? And, you know, now now with the way the Internet is and, and social media, I'm sure that's why a lot of people take pictures now. I, I do that. I'm not going to say that's the main reason why I take a picture on set when I do it. You know, when, when you when you see me, hey, I'm on this set. That's mm -hmm. not the main reason of, of gloating. It's just a, a reason of I was there. Right. You can't tell me that I wasn't there because I just posted a picture of me being there. Yeah, and in, living in the digital age and having, you know, our cell phones, the cloud above us mm -hmm. that store everything. I mean, people can burn photos to their heart's content and you cannot get rid of yeah, it. Now you can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Believe me, I, I know all about the, the internet footprint with my uh, uh, now ex-wife. Uh, I was trying to I was trying to find every way to to get away from her pictures with my van and everything, and I finally just come to a uh, you know a realization with myself that it really doesn't matter. Stuff like that doesn't matter. It's just it's hearsay and rumors, and what matters is the present and what happens in the future. Because people can discredit you by saying anything they want, and for the person that doesn't know anything about the, either one of you, it's an easy ad admission, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, so. well, we believe you, Jason. Yeah. We know you were there. Thank you. I'll <laughs> spread the word. <laughs> That's what we'll title the episode. He was there, yeah. Jason, you are. <laughs> There's a footprint somewhere right there. <laughs> Now, uh, you had mentioned earlier how uh, the character Babu just kind of vanished from the show, wasn't really given a uh, an exit. 
the same thing kind of happened on the Power Ranger movie. I, mean, I don't understand. They had gold, the Goldar, you know, minion there. The squat was there. Babu was the only one they decided to replace with, like, uh, some pig-looking guy. Do you have any idea why they would do that? Uh, no. I, I think they probably didn't want me to take a selfie somewhere, so I think they did. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going to be taking pictures of himself all over the set. Don't do it. He wants people to believe he was here. <laughs> no, I don't know anything about the writing. Um, all those dudes were all—they were all pretty good at, at patching up. You know, I know the movie was all American, but but just going back to the show, all the writers in the show—they had a tough job of of trying to splice together Japanese footage that, that was given to them and saying, "Hey, make a story out of this here." Right. You know? That would be difficult. I can only imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be but, rough. I mean, the, movie whole, the movie was a whole different thing, and it was—it was all marketing, and it, everything has to do with marketing. I'm sure. I, I I don't have to tell anybody that. Everybody that that looks at any any kind of movie or TV show, it's about marketing, you know. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but I just I would think that uh, you know keeping what everyone is familiar with, you know, instead of adding some new minion who to everyone else in the movie seems to have been there for years, but you know, it's the first time we're seeing it. It's like the same thing that, you know, uh, they did with Zordon and alpha and the command center. They made it look completely different from the TV show, different actor for Zordon. Mm-hmm. It was like, why, why are you doing that? <laughs> David on a couple weeks ago, huh? What's that? You had David on a couple weeks ago, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah we sure did. It's funny. Cause you know, I've been, I've been a guest at power Morphicon, not next to him, but he's been in the same building. I've been to conventions out of state where he's in the same building and we've never talked. No kidding. Never said hi. We only talked on Instagram and Facebook. It's funny. It's not a bad thing. It's just that it's never got around to happening. Right. And you're probably pretty darn busy at these uh, conventions. I think that if, if the next time we get together, I think that's the first thing we're going to do. Take a selfie that we were there together. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. I was actually here with him. <laughs> <laughs> he's a heck of a nice guy. Yeah, he is. The running joke of this show, I think, huh? Selfie. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, okay, even though they did take Babu out of the movie, though, you did have uh, your hand in some of the work of the movie, correct? I did some things when they were here and when they were over, over overseas. I, I was only overseas for, like, a, a couple days. Um, I wasn't there the whole time. I did more stuff here when they came back to do reshoots and stuff. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, that was a fun. I mean, you talk to anybody on the show uh, that worked on it, and probably only a handful are going to say they actually had fun and they and they were wrapped up in what they were doing. And that was me. I, I had a lot of fun because I was thrown into it. I wasn't looking to be there, and right to be in it at the time that it was was a a pretty amazing thing, and it was a blessing to because now you, you get all these people. I mean. Me, not so much, but, you know, the Rangers, and I still get a couple people here and there, but there are people that actually come up to you and tell you that, hey, you know, this meant something to them and the show, and, and uh, you know, it, it brings a good feeling to know that all these people watched me and, and gave me a paycheck. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but in, a, in a good way, you know, it, 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 it's a good thing to know that people actually cared about that I put blue makeup on and I walked around clapping my hands like a monkey. <laughs> I always liked Babu. Again, we didn't get much uh, from him in the when I guess when it was the uh, old footage, like the stock footage or whatever. But I still always thought he was cool. That kind of like uh, winged monkey slash bat looking guy hanging back there. Mm-hmm. I always thought he was awesome. Babu had a lot of cool Japanese footage. Like he had that little tricycle thing that he used to fly around in, and they never. Sh- I don't think they showed it like only one time. You know, oh yeah, I don't remember that. 
I think she had a little tricycle in the Japanese footage. Wow. That's I'm going to look that up. I got to see that. She did, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> I'm sorry. The they better bring Bamboo back, and they better have me on the new movie. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you if you had any insight or any heard anything about that at all. I think they don't care if I'm if I'm there or not. I'm, <laughs> I'm one of those guys that that they that time forgot. You know, I'm not, I'm not important. Well, I I beg to differ. I beg to differ. For them not to give any of the the, the Rangers any credit, like Frank or like if they don't put them in the movie, right? Then in such a, I don't think I don't. I'm not saying they have to be the Rangers. It would be cool if they were like present time Rangers. Uh, right. But to, but to not give them a nod in some way. Sure. Walking around or thing, you know, that kind of sucks. Yeah, give them just like small cameos. Like Jason David Frank could be like the head of a dojo or something. That, yeah, you know, or better in the background at Ernie Ju- Ernie's Juice Bar than there you or something. <laughs> You'd have to get like a, a a hologram of Ernie now. So it's rest in peace, guy. Oh, I didn't oh. know that. Really, not around anymore. Darn. As far as I know, it's not around. If I'm if I'm mistaken, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'm just kind of guessing here. I think I saw some stuff that Rich was was not with us no more. Oh, I did not know that. I'll have to look. Well, moving on now. You've aside from the Power Rangers in the movie, you've uh, also done some stunt work and some behind the scenes work uh, on movies. You mentioned earlier, like Spider Man One and Two. What'd you do on those movies? Uh. For one scene, and probably not even the whole scene, I was uh, wrestling a Spider-Man uh, when he was wrestling. Uh, was it Macho Man he was wrestling? Yeah. I did a couple of a couple of cut twos, not the whole scene. There were a couple of cut twos that I did in the ring when he was there with him, and that was it. Wow. Like well, I still, said, that was like one of the most memorable yeah. scenes of the whole movie. <laughs> Bonesaw! It was probably my cut too. Was probably when I was in the turnbuckle with just a, a close-up shot. You know, nothing happening. <laughs> right. it, it, it's, you know, I, going back to what I brought up in the in before in the beginning, it's like you know I did a lot of really short things on certain movies, and and people call me out on it. And I'm like, I never said I worked on the whole movie. I said I worked <laughs> on the movie. Okay. Right. And that's that's one of those things that happened. You know. Now you uh, you have worked on some movies though where you did get actually credited for and most more recently too uh, Ouija and Superfast. Uh, yeah, Ouija. I got a funny story about Ouija and Gem. Uh, so Ouija, I I, uh, I ended up doing craft service on Ouija board, and uh, that was a fun little movie, low budget. Uh, we did that over there in uh, what is it, El Sereno, Eagle Rock area, and. Uh, so that show ended, right? And the production office was uh, off of Beverly in, in Los Angeles. And uh, I went to go turn in my stuff. And it was a weird parking area. And uh, and I was going to be doing Gem in two weeks. They were going to be starting up Gem, and I was supposed to do that movie, too. And uh, so the parking lot was kind of funky getting into it from the street. And uh, this lady was taking forever trying to get in, into the driveway. And, and she was taking all my opportunities to turn because I was – coming from the opposite direction in the island. And eventually I just got tired. And when I decided to go, she decided to go. But I thought, but realizing, pulling in front of her, she was on her phone, right? Oh. And so she went, screeched to a halt. She, was probably, she probably got up to like 10 miles an hour and screeched in front of me. Made it look like I cut her off, right? Right. Turns out she was a, one of the producers of Jim. Oh, no. <laughs> there I am in the office with my producer and she comes belting in there. Who's the guy in the ambulance? Because I also own Ratchet, the Transformer. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
my daily driver and so he's Who, who's driving that ambulance and they're like that's our craft service guy why and like i don't want him on my in my movie or anything get him out of here i'm like oh that was the end of that oh man <laughs> but uh, looking at what happened to jim i'm kind of glad yeah <laughs> man ratchet busted you out there though didn't he? that's the problem of having one of those cars you know <laughs> that car threw me under the bus without saying anything you know <laughs> now you also and i i have no details on this nor do i know a whole lot about wrestling i don't know if you do jack no not but anymore. you spent a short uh, stint as a wrestler is that correct uh, unfortunately yes and i say unfortunately because i couldn't gain the weight and i couldn't make it big so i stopped Ah, uh, well, hey, you so tried you though, right? A sixty-pound guy is going to pick up a three hundred-pound man. Ooh, yeah, that no, might not end well. <laughs> I was actually training out in San Bernardino, um, the School of Hard Knocks with Jesse Hernandez, and I did that for a while. Funny story that coincides with Power Rangers. Uh, if you ever have Michael Copan on the show, uh, I hate you, Michael Copan. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> You'll see pictures from Power Morphicon last year where he was pissing on my... He was pretending to take a piss on my van. Oh, my. And, well, we joke around back and forth once in a while. But uh, something that happened... I was training at the time that I was doing Time Force. And so uh, we were filming at the at the Valencia DMV. It was the episode where he was getting his license. Okay. And there were some stuntmans out. And we, had, we were having a conversation during the day about wrestling. He's like, oh, yeah, I like wrestling. And I'm like, oh, I'm training for it. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, what moves do you know how to do? I go, well, come here, let me show you. And so we got on the mat. <laughs> and uh, I had Michael Copan, like, midair suplex in the ADs, like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> Michael Copan landed on, the, on his back. And, but it was on the mat. It wasn't, like, on the floor. And the AD is like, don't you ever do that again. And like, you know, because they don't want those guys getting hurt. And, right. But but Mike Mike knew what he was doing, you know, and and, he's, and that so that was a funny wrestling thing about it. And uh, I also had another funny moment with Michael Copan. We were we were filming at uh, Universal Studios in the back lot. Oh, One wow. of the few times we actually filmed in a, a really cool place. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, because the Batman cave that's not cool. It sucks. It's all dirt over there. And so uh, we were in the back lot and we had a golf cart and uh me and him took off during uh, filming, and they couldn't find us for like two hours. We were in the back lot driving around. We got out, went inside the park, going on back to the future and stuff. And it was like, where the fuck did these guys go? <laughs> <laughs> if there was a selfie back then, I guarantee you there would have been a bunch of selfies with the two of us back there. <laughs> Tangible evidence you were there. <laughs> yeah, footprint. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Now, let's just get right to this van. Now, you you started with Ratchet, correct? And then you eventually got the turtle van. Um, I started with the RoboCop police car, actually. Oh, really? Oh, way back. Way back time machine, yeah. You still have that? No. What, what happened with that is uh, I was a real big fan of RoboCop, and uh, I, was, I had been looking for a RoboCop suit forever. I finally got around to somebody that uh, I worked with uh, in Canada briefly on the TV show, and they had a suit from the second movie. And I was talking to him, and eventually I got him to send it to me for a, a lot of money. Wow, the suit from the movie. From the movie. And then I had that for a little bit. I, I was I, That's how I started my, my nerd cosplay part of me. I, I, I got in that suit, and I was doing I, I was going to, like, parties and winning, like, money because I had the coolest suit there. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. You got any selfies of that? Uh, <laughs> Kind of hard to take care. Even if I had the means to take a selfie, I don't think I'd be able to with the positioning of how my arm could only go so high. <laughs> it had to be hard to see yeah. out of that visor, too. 
Yeah. I do have a funny story about, about RoboCop. Um, so one of the things I did was I went to Hollywood Boulevard, knowing that all these characters are there. and Right. I, hey, I'm going to see what I can do. So I went one night, and, you know, I didn't just go out there, because at the time there, there had already been a little short film about about those guys and why they're there and who they are and, you know, whatnot. I think I've seen that. That's on Netflix. I think we've talked about that movie mm. before. In that movie, they, I think it was either that movie or something else, but something led me to believe that one of the Batman, one of the Batman that were there, he was like the un, the uncredited ruler of the characters there, like. <laughs> Their pimp, if you will. <laughs> Nobody did anything unless he said, right? Right. So I get over there and. And to not be a total dick, I went up there by myself first, and I met everybody. I met, I met, you know, Captain Jack Sparrow and Mickey Mouse and Spider Man, and you know, I told them, I go, hey, I got this RoboCop suit. You think I can come out? And they're like, yeah, dude, bring that shit. You know, everybody will eat that up. Everybody thought it was cool, right? Right. And you know, I get to, uh, I get to Batman. And I go, hey, man, you know, uh, I just want to introduce myself. You know, I, I got the RoboCop suit. No, I'm like, I didn't even. You're not bringing that RoboCop suit. You have a RoboCop suit? I go, yeah. He's like, you're not, is it good? I go, oh, yeah. He's like, you're not bringing that out. Not here. He's like, you see everybody. We're all trying to make a living. I'm trying to make a living. You're not bringing that thing out here. Oh, I'm man. like, whoa. Down. So I walked away, and the dark side was with me because the dark side walked up walked up to me. Darth Vader and two stormtroopers, they walked up. <laughs> I thought they were henchmen, and I was going to get my butt kicked. And they're like, hey, hold on there. I go, they're all, what's your name? And I go, I'm Jason. They're like, like did we overhear you correctly that you got a RoboCop suit? And I go, yeah, you got a picture of it? And I go, yeah, here it is. Because there was no selfies, but there was a cell phone with a camera. So (laughs) they're like, dude, bring that shit out. If that dude gives you any problems, the stormtroopers will take care of them. The stormtroopers made a fist, and they had brass knuckles in their fists. What? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, you just stay by us, and if that guy gives you any trouble, we'll, we'll deal with it. I'm like, all right. I fucking went to the car, put it on. Dude, I think I might have made like $200 in one hour. I bet, and you probably looked way better than any of them out there. I mean, you're using the actual movie suit, and these guys are probably sewing this shit together at home, you know. <laughs> and I didn't have to ask anybody. They came up. They were. I felt like a stripper because they, I had no. I had no way to hold the money, and I had no fanny pack. So they were just stuffing stuff down my my torso and like my my underwear, you know, like. <laughs> so uh, I had enough of that. So I went back and changed. And I counted my money. I had two hundred bucks. You know what I did? I went right back up there, and I told each and every one of those guys, I'm like, follow me. I go, you guys thirsty? They're like, yeah, what do you got? I go, we're going to go to the bar. I'm buying you all a drink. And I, and literally now that I think about it, I, I must have looked like the music man with all these guys following me. <laughs> Except for Batman. Did Batman come have drinks too? Oh, yeah. He was actually the last person to see this line, this parade coming down Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> and, <laughs> Like, where are you taking them? I go, I'm buying everybody drinks. He's like, cool. I go, you ain't going nowhere. Oh, really? What did he say? uh, He couldn't say nothing because at that point, the dark side was was with me once again. (laughs) This is crazy. I mean, this is like a a dream you have. Like, I wanted to go to Hollywood Boulevard, but Batman said no. Then the stormtroopers with brass knuckles came. He's going to whoop his ass. (laughs) This is awesome. That's hilarious. That is a great story to have recorded here. (laughs) So if anybody tries to discredit me with that, it didn't happen. I don't have a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so okay, so you had the Robocop cop suit and the car. So once I bought the suit, I go, well, Robocop needs a car. I looked online, I looked on, on uh I think it was Craigslist actually, and uh 
I found an 85 Ford Taurus for $500. I went to go look at this thing. It was growing five feet of grass on all around of it in oh, someone's backyard, right? And I'm like, does this thing work? And they're like, yeah, it was my grandmother's. It just hasn't been turned on in three years. And so he, he bought another battery and it turned on. I'm like, can you cut the grass so I can take it out? <laughs> <laughs> well, I took that thing home and I and I, I bought a light bar off of eBay and I had it painted and got the stickers made and boom, Robo One Cruiser. Wow. I was harassed so many times. I, I must have had that car for like three years. Every time I went out, I was harassed by cops. Oh, no kidding. The cop, I'm like, dude, uh, it says OCP police. Do you not see what it is? And who would go over for it? It's a flat black piece of crap Ford Taurus. Like... <laughs> Eventually, somebody, somebody, I sold it. Somebody from Texas bought it from me, and that was the last I heard of it. Okay, so then the next vehicle you owned would be uh, Ratchet, correct? It's Ratchet, but Ratchet was by default because... Ratchet was actually going to be the turtle van. Yeah, I, I, I like the Toyota vans for their, their little cool compact design. And uh, I figured, because I, 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 had, I had been penciling the turtle van, at, you know, off of the toy for, for about a year before that. I knew that Kevin Eastman, who created the turtles, you know, he, he, he put down. And, and later on, I found out that that's what it was. It was modeled after a VW bus, you know? Oh, you, right, right. Um, at the time, uh, I thought the VW bus would be too much to... Uh, like get back together from scratch if anything right so, so i bought the toyota van and uh the, the special effects guy that was going to make the side door and, and everything the spoiler he's like dude i know you want me to chop the front end of this toyota van off but there's nothing to chop because if i chop it off your feet are going to be exposed because the, the turtle van's flat in the front and so uh i'm like i guess you're right huh so right. that kind of put a, that, that kind of put a damper on things for like a about three hours <laughs> i was like bummed i was like well fuck you know that was gonna be the car i was gonna build i wanted the turtle van and so some i liked transformers too as a kid and i was like wait a minute ratchet was a was a van boom ratchet was born in a week <laughs> nice yeah you probably didn't have to do a whole lot of cosmetic work to make that right this sire and the stickers it wasn't cosmetic everything about ratchet is electronic and this is how I actually met my, my good friend Alex. Now Alex uh, owns like the best Knight Rider kit car from the eighties on the West coast. Oh, I'd love to see that. Sidetrack. Uh, his car was like in the roast with Hasselhoff and a lot, and a lot of co football commercials, like GE commercials from like last year. Yeah. It was his car that was used. Um, so how I met him, uh, I bought all my, ratchet stuff off of ebay my car alarm my radio there was this cool voice box that that now i use to if you open the doors like a, a machine opening sound turns on and i can remote start it if i remote start it uh optimus prime will say you know autobots roll out this is on a speaker outside so everybody outside hears it you know oh my gosh <laughs> on and off the alarm it, it has a transforming sound so everybody's like what the heck is that you know and so How, was it and it was real loud i mean you know, if you're within probably 25, 50 feet, you can hear it. Oh, that'd be oh. so sweet. <laughs> I hired this guy off of Craigslist, which is I never, never, never going to do again. And so uh, I put a post out saying, "Does anybody know how to do alarms?" And this thing, like, "Yeah, I can do it. I can do that in a day." I told them what I had, the kind of car that I had. He's like, "All right, yeah, I'll do it for 100 bucks. It'll take me all day, but I'll, I'll just do it." I'm like, all right. The end of the day came. Ratchet looked like C3PO when he got like tore up. Remember all those wires coming out and stuff? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
car looked like by looking down the driveway my car looked like that oh my god I was like, what are you doing is like oh well, i couldn't figure this out and like my whole dashboard was out and i was like well when are you gonna come back he's like i can't come back for like two days i'm like you're crazy and so i already, I already found this, this uh movie car club even though i had no movie car because i, I had sold it but robocop <laughs> car <laughs> um but I knew that, that Alex, who built his kit, I knew that he built it. He did all the electronics and stuff. And so I got a hold of him because I didn't know him. I, I just called my, my car club guy, and I'm like, hey, what's this guy's number? I took it to him. He lived nearby, and, and that started up our, you know, he's like one of my best friends now because I'm, I'm always at his house. We're always finding new things to put in the vans electronically and everything. And so he put Ratchet together out of, like, a junkyard car, you know? Right. And uh did everything and and like my turtle van he did everything that's electronic in that too so um yeah it's good to have people like that as friends <laughs> so what kind of electronics do you have on the turtle van i wasn't even aware of this mm-hmm. nothing yet i I'm, i was gonna get a voice box like i have for ratchet but when i bought the one for ratchet it was being discontinued oh snap it was one of those things where you bought the box and you would have to go online and you could either use the, the things that they had, or, or you could upload, like, which is what I did. I uploaded the transforming sounds and, and the Optimus Prime. You can upload for whatever amount of money, and then it would upload directly from the PC to the a device. Okay. So that side's down now, so I'm stuck with what's on that device. Oh, that stinks. And nobody else makes anything like that that I've seen, but um, there was a Knight Rider person in France that found a soundboard, which is about the size of a Galaxy Note. Okay. And basically, you can do everything direct from the PC. So you can upload like up to a, a hundred different things, I think, like for a few seconds at a time. And much like the other device, you have to program it to have triggers. So like the door is a trigger. If your alarm's a trigger, you know, it's that way it'll decipher, it'll it can um, differentiate between things, you know. Sure. So he's looking into it, and he's trying to see if it'll if if we can put it in the turtle van so that I have any, anything turtle imaginable. So like my goal my goal for that for that box is that I, if somebody cuts me off or something something like in that respect, I'll have a line from the cartoon that that's a turtle saying hey like whatever right. You're right. But that will, it, that's the situation that I'm in, and I know what button to press. You know. Oh man, <laughs> trying to sit here and think of lines I remember. So that's the goal for that car uh, by the end of summer. Wow, that'll be cool. You have it say like, "Oh, shell shocked" or something like that <laughs> from the uh, the games. Trying to break into it, find some funny line if they're trying to break into it, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> so the turtle van itself. I mean, you said uh, it took quite a bit of money to do that. How long did it take to get it put together? And I mean, how long before you start going out with it? If I had all the money that I needed to have it done. Right then and there, it probably would have cost me about a hundred grand. Holy cow! Jeez. If I had said, "Here, here's what I want. Here's the money. Give it to me in, a, in like a month," it would have been like a hundred grand. So the process of that thing was, uh, after I after I found a donor car, which was what what the little bus was. Um, the donor car was only like a thousand dollars, and thankfully, the little engine in it lasted a few years before it went bust. <laughs> Other than that, and other than being able to see the floor from the the, the cab and the, <laughs> the actual street, if you look down, there's like little holes where you can see the street. Oh, really? <laughs> but um, besides that, it's a good little car, and so I bought that. I started re- redesigning it from the toy, all the sketching and everything, and, and measuring, and, and uh, so I went 
um, on Craigslist again, even though I said I wouldn't. And uh, I found a guy to do the fiberglass work for me, which the, anything fiberglass you see on the van, like the like the windows and uh, the, the turtle sewer cover on the front, that's right. all fiberglass. One guy doing that. So I go, hey, this is what I want. These are the measurements. This is where it's going to go. How much? He gave me a price. I think I think he charged me like uh, three grand to, to make the molds and to do everything. So he basically made me uh, one, three window panels and the, the turtle sewer cover. For wow. three grand, that That's, took him like uh, three weeks. Maybe I'm wrong, but that seems like a really good price. Yeah, hoping it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just wanted it. So, the first person that said they can do it, I, I just said, okay, here's your job, here's your money. You know, right, sure. I, I trust these people. I go, here's the money. How much you want? Here it is. Wow. You know, any any time I do something, I make sure I let the person know that hey, this is what I got. You know, sure. So okay, so I got that guy to do do this fiberglassing. Uh, I was working on a on a movie in Valencia, and the, the special effects guy that was working with me, I showed him that the, the the side door and the spoiler and the and the and the and the bumper. He's like, yeah, I can do all that stuff. I go, well, how long is it going to take you? He's like, a couple of weeks. How much? There it is. That money went away. I think I think for the I think for the the door frame of the of the side door and the and the spoiler and the bumper. I think he he charged me like. Uh, five grand for that all the metal and everything that he used wow that was like five grand now really quick At before that, you move on that the door the side door the foot the tenderizer does that actually uh like swing open into like a sitable chair is it just a sliding door it opens like the toy so it opens out it opens in a 10 foot radius out <sighs> wow. oh my god <laughs> i made sure when i built this thing that this thing was fucking like the toy <laughs> oh my uh, i wasn't just gonna make some painted thing I, I made sure that this thing was functional like the toy and so the only the only thing that um it doesn't do you can't i don't i don't believe you can have a person sitting on it without it breaking oh i see like, i could probably put a mannequin a dummy on it but uh, i don't think it's designed to have weight on the door itself yeah, it'd be like uh, Fred Flintstone in the beginning of Tipping Sideways. Yeah, they put the ribs on the side <laughs> of his car. Just, <laughs> yeah, so uh, everything. Every, the only thing I didn't think about doing, which I think about now, uh, in the cartoon in the opening sequence, the the, the the roof opens up. I didn't do that, but I'm going to do that eventually. Oh wow, man, that'll be sweet. So no. then, while I was, oh, I was just going to ask if the inside of this thing has like uh, the same detail as the outside. Unfortunately, the inside of it looks just like 1972. Have you got big plans, though, for the inside? Are you going to eventually do it? I want to do the cab. Like, I have a lot of LED lighting. Uh, Alex put a lot of LED lighting in it, so I have LED lighting inside and, and the outside and stuff. But uh, the cab is still the same as it as it was. I want to get some uh, cool-looking turtle shell seats for it. Like, I want to do them in, like, wow. green leather or something, you know? That'd be neat. I, I can only do that because the back's pretty much a storage area and even though i want to make it look cool i think it would get thrashed because i uh, the stuff i like like the spoiler on top when i go on the freeway i have to i designed it so i have to take the spoiler off when i go on the freeway oh yeah so it doesn't get blown off catch crazy crazy yeah, yeah yeah i can go on the street up to like it hasn't flown off but i've seen it like like move because it's, it's bolted on i just take the bolts out but like yeah. after three miles an hour it starts bottoming out on the roof of the car you know Ooh, yeah. Well, don't tempt fate. Yeah, for sure. Take that thing off. <laughs> now, you, I'm sure you have like a, a garage. You keep this thing overnight, or do you, where do you uh, park this thing? Uh, actually, the the shop that that I had build everything in the end, I get to keep it over there. So I have a there's a shop in Pasadena called Gorilla Printing that uh, I keep it over there. 
Nice. If you live in the area, don't go over there and try and, and steal it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I'd be a nervous wreck all the time. Like somebody's <laughs> going to do something to it because I mean it's it's one of a kind. You know, you always see Batmobiles or. I've seen a ton of like General Lee's or Mystery mm-hmm. Machines, stuff like that. Until I went to TMNT Van on Instagram, I had not seen one. It no, just blew like my mind. It's not close to looking like it. It looks exactly like it. <laughs> and you, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I interrupted your story. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to say, you, you've also uh, drummed up some celebrity interest, it looks like. I mean, on Instagram, I saw a video of uh, Barry Gordon, who did the original voice of Donatello. It looks like he stopped by to check it out. Uh, I actually didn't. I, there's an event that I do in Pasadena with a special needs adults. Oh, nice. They, they do this really cool thing every year called Hooray for Hollywood. It's, it's called the place is called Ability First, and uh, what it is is you know the clients. It's what they call. That's what they're called. Uh, for one night, they're they're treated like they're the stars of a Hollywood uh, movie premiere. That's awesome. So, so you, you'll probably find the video on my on my Instagram or my Facebook. I think I posted it. But uh, so every year they, they, they get the, the clients in these limos and they come out to a red carpet where they have a um, what's that that lady's name that, that passed away? Uh, Joan Rivers. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. Just um, so they have a Joan Rivers lookalike who you know when they come out of limo they're like, hey, how you doing? And they have camera guys there, a big screen that's like promote, projecting everything and oh, that's and cool. they like. Stars, when the stars, they have a lot of impersonators, but sometimes they get stars that are interested in donating time. Like Barry Gordon happened to come out this year, right? That's awesome. Uh, he happened to be there. And I actually met him once uh, around Christmas time because uh, Rob Paulson, who's, who was the original Raphael, yeah. he does this thing called Talking Tunes pretty much every other month live at a comedy club. Yeah, it's a he uh, puts it out as a podcast, I believe. Yeah. So... Kevin Eastman, it was a big Ninja Turtle thing. They had, they had like a big Ninja Turtle reunion. So Kevin Eastman was there. And anytime Kevin's somewhere, you know, him and his wife, they, they try and get my van everywhere. Because, you know, I, I met him for the first time when I built it back in 2011. The guy was a super nice guy. Loved the van right away because he'd never seen anything like it, you know. And uh, he actually, you know, he actually gives me comic books and stuff every once in a while. You know, the, he has them signed for me to give away when I do stuff, you know. So he's a, he's a, no he's a pretty... Kidding. Guy, that guy, yeah. Man, that's that's one guy I've been wanting to get on this show for some time. I guess I don't <laughs> yeah. I've never crossed paths with him yet. Busy, that guy. I tell you now, now with everything going the way it is, that guy's like super busy. You know, it's like. Oh, I bet. Yeah, the turtles are uh, back and bigger than ever. Vanilla Ice did a promo too. We we did we actually performed with Vanilla Ice twice, once last year and then once this year. So he did a promo for me uh, this year. No too. kidding. What's he like? That dude is Vanilla Ice. I mean, that guy's Mr. Personality. <laughs> I don't say that in a bad way. I mean, for, for one person to have the energy that that guy does, like, nonstop, his energy brings the show, and and he's a really nice guy, you know. And uh, him and his manager, you know, they, they, they always ask us to come out when, when they're around, and, and uh, the good guy, that guy. So you, I mean, you travel all over the country with this van. I, I, I just had to ask: Are you going to be anywhere near Ohio anytime soon? I was in Ohio last year. Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, I think I'm going. I'm going to I, uh, Idaho and uh, Maryland and North Dakota and Michigan. Darn it! I was really hoping to hear that you were coming to Ohio. I was wanting to stop out and take a peek at the van. Yeah, Michigan's next door. You know, all the all these gig, all these gigs that you see popped up, uh, the van only goes to minus one percent of them. The van costs about four grand to, to take anywhere round trip, and that's cheap. Wow. Because I have I have a guy out of Phoenix that that takes my van everywhere. A lot of people don't want to pay four grand to have a van there. 
Okay, so you're saying when you do come to Ohio, you're probably not going to have the van. Not unless somebody raises a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to have to come out to the uh, West Coast then, I guess. All right, man. Well, I, that's really all the questions I have for you. Is there anything else you uh, wanted to, to promote or anything? No, you know, I mean, just uh, follow me on Instagram. You'll, you'll see everywhere that I go, all my Power Ranger stuff, all the turtle stuff, you know. Uh, you know, I th- I try and thank all my friend, all my friends, and all my fans everywhere I go. You know, even if I do turtle stuff somewhere, I I, I always try and do a Power Ranger uh, uh, appearance. Like, I'll tell fans that I'm going to be at whatever hotel for like this amount of time, and they can come see me. You know, and you know, a lot of people don't like that, but hey, I started out as a Power Ranger, so you know, I I, I owe I owe that part of me to my fans from that side. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Every once in a while, when I post something that's Power Ranger on the, on the turtle site, I I lose a, a follower. <laughs> the Instagram says Power Rangers and Turtles, so why would you not follow me because I mentioned Power Rangers? Right, <laughs> right, exactly. And a lot of my turtle following is because of Power Rangers. You know, my Instagram started from Power Ranger people wanting to get to know me and follow me. It right. wasn't. It was never turtles in the beginning. I think it was through searching for David J. Fielding Zordon uh, on Instagram or maybe looking through some of his tags and stuff that I uh, I found you. So it was a Power Ranger uh, yeah. association there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, they don't realize that is that I built up my name because of Power Rangers. Not, you know, once they found out that I was Babu and then they followed me for that, they're like, oh, you have the turtle van too? Oh, you got the costumes? That's awesome, you know. Right. Make the costumes. I, I, bought, I bought them and I, I travel around with them, you know, and uh, I've always said that. I've never said that I made the costumes. I've always given credit to who, who gave them to me and, and uh, you know, right. that's that. Right. Yeah. Understood, man. Well, hey, if you end up becoming our way sometime, just let us know. We will definitely be there. All right, man? Definitely. Thanks for being with us today, Jason. Yeah, thanks, man. Have fun, everybody. <laughs> All right, and that was Jason Yubara. Man, he was a lot of fun to talk yeah, to. Yeah, he was. Talk about some stories. Yeah, tell me about <laughs> it. And always remember, take selfies if you're ever uh, anywhere incredible. Yep. Documentation that you were there. Stormtroopers oh. have brass knuckles in hell. That had to be one of the best stories yeah. I've ever heard on this show. Oh, man. What do we have on the website, Jack? Oh, show recaps, stories, videos, trailers, the Candy Air Video Game Store, Comic Book Store, and Movie Store. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at canned underscore air and on Twitter at canned air pod. Find us on Facebook, too. Send us messages, like us on iTunes, leave leave comments on iTunes. Just give, 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 please. And uh, I guess that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, I'm Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. We'll see you next week. Man, that was another great episode of Canned Air, huh, sure Timmy? Was. Let's go outside. All right. Hey, kids. Oh, my God. Who's that? It's Creeper, the worst G.I. Joe character ever made. That's right. I heard you guys were going to go outside. Why don't you stay inside and go to www.cannedairpodcast.com, where you can get some scoop on past episodes, see movie trailers, and go to the Canned Air game store, video store, and comic book store. Yay! With cannedairpodcast.com, we'll never have to go outside again. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! I felt like a stripper. Boy, you know... Uh, Got any selfies of that?
Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dino Tripodis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah. right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.